Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, Malcolm X, all of them, they had pressures of some sort or, or, or another. When you get to a certain level where you're seen, you know, as an icon, you've got a lot of pressure behind you because you're there in the forefront. You're in people's, you know, in, you're not in the back of the shadows hiding or anything. So when people see you... And uh, do you know what? This film, I didn't I didn't see it coming. That's why I called it Hidden, hidden Gem at first, but it's, it's, on, it's on nationwide release. It's not hidden. It's, it's there for, for Oscar, uh, Oscar nomination. This film is so good, man. I kind of enjoyed it more than I enjoyed... Uh, uh, one night in Miami. I'm not going to lie. I mean, this film came out of the blue for me. The main character came out of nowhere. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Flicksters, ladies and gentlemen. Please do not adjust your sets, your headphones or anything. You're going to be hearing three voices on this what? week's episode. So, um, the male version we have... of SWV, yeah? <laughs> SWV. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right here. Right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yes. So listen, uh, Emmanuel, thank you for joining uh, us on another episode. It's been a while. What have you been up to, mate? Uh, well, I've been baking. I've been all sorts, man. I've been, I've, I've been yeah, learning a new language as well. What, what, nice. new, language mm. huh? what new language now? Huh? The fracky. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Klingon. <laughs> 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 language is Japanese, this? Japanese, oh, okay, Japanese. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you got mm. Damn, arigato. Yeah, arigato, arigato. That's all we know. That's all we know, man. How bad is that? Um, so, listen, yeah, man. Thanks for joining us on another episode. And um, yeah, like uh, for for people who don't know, Emmanuel's been like listener like since day one. Mm-hmm. He's supported the show and always given us uh, insights and always kind of nudging us to speak about this particular movie and always kind of you know, sending us trailers and stuff like that. So we yeah. love that and we, we love it when you come and join us on the show, Emmanuel. So, um, yeah, man, thanks for doing this. How many times has he been on the show now? Like six, seven times? I think probably. more than that. Probably, yeah. Eight, I'd probably say. Probably, yeah. So listen, yeah, so brilliant. So we're going to get on with the show and uh, Deval, as always, you're looking mighty fine in your Thor t-shirt. Right. <laughs> now put them away, put them away, man. Put them away. Um, all right. Okay. So now, folks, um, we're going to start off with some shout outs. So, Devaldo, please tell us about these brilliant people who've shout been uh, hitting us on Insta. No, we really, really appreciate all the shout outs. Like Amar said at the beginning, you know, anyone that listens to the show and follows us and gives us input and contributions, we love. So, the first shout out goes to struggle underscore reviews dot TV. And uh, she's got a really, really good uh, channel on uh, YouTube. And uh, she reviews uh, lots of shows and movies just like us. Uh, really great, per- quirky personality. Go check out her, her channel on YouTube. Also, uh, next shout out goes to, I've got a shout you out. You're right here, isn't it? Emmanuel, you. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Never done a shout out and you're here. <laughs> that is brilliant. But I think uh, you, you, you was talking about, uh, was it the Schneider Cut? Oh, yeah. 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 That you... Everyone was talking about the Schneider Cut. Who yeah. wasn't? Exactly, the Schneider Cut. <laughs> I think you mentioned that you want to see John Stewart or Raven or John Constantine in the next Yeah, or something. yeah. 
Yeah. John Stewart. Yeah. And people are saying uh, that Denzel Washington's son could be the next John Stewart. Like he's the green. Yeah, because after afterwards, after what was it, Tenet, mm. there was a there was there was an interview, wasn't there, or something? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That is that's the character he said that he would love to play. And um and we've spoken about this before. Um, you know, they are. I think they will. Warner Brothers will bring you know the Green Lantern onto the big screen. So it's just a matter of time. Uh, but yeah, man, John Stewart. Like you know Every, what that that will be a great inroad in there like, for the whole thing. Uh, Deval, who else are we shouting out? Uh, next shout out goes to uh, Joey underscore NW91, uh, and he gave us some really good comments actually. But again about the Schneider Cut and uh, just about how. He really liked it. Uh, also likes our episode as well. I think it's a new listener and a new follower to the Flixsters podcast. But do you know what? Ooh. Joey underscore NW91. And I always say people's full Instagram handles. He's actually one <laughs> half of another uh, podcast. And it's called The Realist Debate. Yeah, The Realist Debate. Go and follow them. They're on YouTube. There's some really, really good conversations, you know. I've listened to a few of the, 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 the uh, podcasts. Uh, they've talked about football. They've talked about uh, Megan and, and uh, what's his name? Me- Megan and uh, Harry. Harry. I forgot his name. <laughs> Megan and Harry. <laughs> He's insignificant, isn't it, when it comes to Megan, yeah? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they've talked about just their lives, you know, just their journeys through lives and stuff like that. So it's really, really thoughtful debates they've got. So go and check out the Realist Debates on uh, on YouTube. Next nice. shout out goes to the one and only Zakrov. Every single week, Zakrov has given exactly. us feedback. Yeah, Wicked. he knows his stuff, man. Giving us hidden gems and all sorts. So, Zakrov, yeah. I know you're cooking right now. He usually listens to the podcast <laughs> while he's cooking. So, I hope you got more flavor today. You've got Emmanuel here today. So, let's see what kind of uh, cooking that you get. You, you can get out of it today. <laughs> Next shout out goes to Cloud Watch Uno, the most eclectic arrangement of music you'll ever find on a podcast. Yeah, his podcast every week. They look, they look so slick. This guy's a professional when it comes to the slickness of a podcast. So go check out Cloud Watcher Uno's podcast. And again, he was talking about uh, the, the Schneider Cut, like most people this week. King Dot Solani, she loves, loves, loves DC. She's really into her DC. Go check out her page, King Dot Solani. She's a really cool character. And the last shout out goes to K James HL. He was in the show a couple of weeks ago. Out with his guns. Yeah. He's the one that likes uh, Fast and Furious, he hates Star Wars, and he hates sci-fi. He <laughs> <laughs> said he's ready to come back on the show and talk when Fast and Furious 9 comes out. So, yeah. That's oh, yeah, happened. definitely. Nice one. Those are the shout-outs. Great shout-outs. Great shout-outs, guys. And remember, keep in touch with us on Instagram, on Facebook. And, um, yeah, shout, you know, get in touch with us. Let us know what you're watching or what you're thinking about watching, whether if you hate a movie uh, we're happy to speak about that as well. All right, okay, so Devaldo, let's get on to movie news and Ooh. let's speak about Zatanna. I think I think this is the second time we're going to mention this character. So, um, yeah, tell us about this. Pretty sure Emmanuel knows this character, but Zatanna yeah. is like a, she's like a, she's like a, like a, a magical magician-y type character, isn't it? Am I, am mm. I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got like magic. She's a magician. Brain. Yeah, so she's like a, Doctor Strange, but on a less level, yeah? So Yeah. Do you remember Defenders of the Earth? Defenders yeah. Oh, of yeah, man. Yeah. Defenders She's of like the Earth. She's like the female version of the magician in Defenders of the Earth. Oh, like Mandrake. Yeah, Mandrake. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. Defenders of the Earth. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. that. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, DC have got the great writer, Emerald Fennell. Look at the name, Emerald. Yep. How can he be what born in someone's 
yeah, you're Emerald. That's your gem. Maybe, do you know what? And I'm sure Emerald Films will come out on a hidden gem soon. Emerald Fennell wrote uh, A Promising Young Woman. That film, yes. we reviewed it a few weeks ago. That film was gangster. And it's so Brilliant. poignant in the times we live in when there's lots of, uh, you know, uh, not just aggression, but violence and abuse against women. And in uh, A Promising Young Woman, there's a lady who goes out and gets her own back, you know, literally on all those men that are like dickheads, basically. So, yeah, yeah. she is now being she, she's now being picked to write the Zatanna movie. So it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. That's great. I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing more to say on that one. We'll just have to wait and see how this all pans out. But yeah, mm-hmm. interesting character. Next up. OK, we mentioned uh, I'm not sure if you heard last week's episode, uh, Emmanuel, but we spoke about Black Adam. Or was it last week or the week before that? I can't remember. But we've already spoken about Black Adam. We know that the movies, obviously, you know, they're working on it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's putting his heart and soul into this movie. He's getting ready. But they, they came out with some casting news and ex-James Bond Piers Brosnan has been cast as Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie. So for, for people who don't know, Dr. Fate is kind of like old school Justice Society of America, man. This guy, this is one of the, it's actually, is he one of the founding members of the JSA? I, be, I believe so, you know, I believe so. But again, if, if anyone knows any, any more, let us know. Yeah, so this is the precursor to the Justice League. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're the old school cats. Yeah. Yeah, so this is an old school cat. And Dr. Fate, well, listen, the name's in the title. He, what is he? He's got the power to he's what, got look into the future. Power, no, I'm, sure, Emmanuel, I'm sure you know as well. I mean, this guy, he's Come a on, man. guy. He's, 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 his actual name is Kent. So Kent Nelson is one of his names. Has, has got a few names that he's had in, in, the, in the past. But yeah, this yeah, guy, he looks yeah. like a... Like, he looks like Doctor Strange. Basically, he's a Doctor. He's a Doctor Strange. Maybe Doctor Strange was a ripoff of him. I don't know who came. I think he came first in nineteen forty. <laughs> I think. He, I think. Yeah, Doctor, Doctor Fate came first in nineteen forty. Doctor Fate. I think he's taken different identities, hasn't he? So okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, his power is just just to name a few. He's a master of magic. So there you go. You can see uh, Marvel ripped off you know, the yep. Sorcery Supreme, uh, superhuman strength, telekinesis, flight, telepathy, uh, psych. Psychosis, teleportation, all kinds of mad shit that, you know, someone like Mystic Meg was trying to be like, you know, back in the day. All Mystic those, Meg. You know, oh my gosh. All those, all those people that I can't speak. believe you pulled that one out. Name, that's fate. fate alone. I mean, you know what? Stay <laughs> normal. This guy's gangster. So if Pierce Brosnan, you know, uh, James Bond, uh, yeah. who had one of the hottest <laughs> Bond chicks uh, in Hayley Berry, you know, oh, he yeah, man. fate in with, with the rock and all the others you know let's see how this turns out but uh should be interesting mm-hmm. be interesting to see and let's see how, mm-hmm. how, how powerful they make him on screen because we all know that you know in the comics and cartoons sorry cartoons uh <laughs> people have a lot more power but in movies they've got to make it realistic isn't it otherwise it's not fair yeah yeah what do you reckon emmanuel do you reckon- well, i reckon i reckon he's i reckon he's gonna basically he might be significant in small parts of the of the movie, rather than having a big major big major part. Because as his name is Doctor Fate, so when it comes to like like a, a fork in the road mm. on the on the storyline, I reckon he might make an appearance. Mm, interesting. The, the, rock, the Rock's the main guy in the movie, so it's his he, vehicle. Be him, really. He's got to be the main dude, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe Doctor Fate. They kind of. You know, it's maybe the movies, you know, it's, it's set in the 30s or 40s or whenever Dr. Mm. Fate was, a, you know, back when the JSA was there and he kind of has a premonition or something 
oh, about what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know what? He, do you reckon he might be a, like narrate? He might be the narrator's voice. Ah. Because Black Adam came, came he's, he's got hist- history, what, Egyptian history as well? In there? Uh, uh, Black Adam. Adam? Yeah, he's back in the Egyptian times, yeah. Yeah. Time ago. And Doctor, Doctor Fate probably comes, I think he dates back as well to that time as well. Yeah. He can, I think he can even dip into different multiverses, you know? He, he, astral projection, all kinds of shit, immortality, all kinds of shit Doctor Strange does, this guy does. So who knows yeah. what time he's really from? Nobody yeah. does it better. <laughs> That's a James Bond song. You, you, I hope you guys got that. Yeah, of course. Cool. Cool. <laughs> come on now, come on now. Come on now. Okay, okay sorry. Um, all right, now come on. Let's speak. Let come on. Let's speak about. Let's speak about Keanu Reeves. This guy, man, he's everyone's favorite actor. You know, he's he's had a resurgence over the last five six years. He's had a resurgence. John Wick. He's done brilliant in John Wick. He's you know appeared in some comedy movies and stuff. He's done some horror as well, I think. Uh, but yeah, so Berserker, the comic. What's, what's going on with this? this? This is the comic, I'll, I'll be honest. I had no idea what this comic was. Uh, but yeah, Berserker is a comic that, you know, Keanu Reeves himself has been involved in producing. This guy's got his hands in all kinds of pies. But yeah, this is looking like it's being greenlit for a like an actual live action film on Netflix. And also an anime, anime, sorry, series. Oh, Emmanuel's going to That's me. where I, That's where the name came. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask whether is this the anime Berserker? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like two right. in one. So he's going to get anime and also live action. Keanu Reeves, I get the feeling, I mean, he does like, I know, well, I don't know him personally, but from what I've seen, I know he does uh, like and respect uh, sort of Japanese culture and stuff like that. Yep. Done, uh, what's the movie? 47 he Ronin. He's done that. Yeah, he directed, Ronin. He directed, Ronin. directed another film that was uh, like martial arts and stuff like that. Yeah, I think directed, so, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I've got to find out. But yeah, I know he's, He's all up in it. So, yeah. So I know anime, he loves that. But yeah, for the live action Berserker, this guy, is got, he's got mad powers. He's strong. Uh, he's just, like, if you see him, he looks like... He's going to have to hit the gym. Was that? To play that role. He's yeah. going to have to hit the gym to play that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Berserk, he's, yeah. He's in good shape. He's in good shape already. But I know he, he'll, do, he'll do all right. But, uh, but yeah, this guy, he's got... Uh, Kind of powers he's got. He's got. He's just super, 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 super strength and shit. Fight skills, man. Yeah, he's just one of them guys. That you, just, you just don't mess with in a dark alley or a light one. So, <laughs> you know. so what's so? All right. So we know that he's good, he's doing Berserker and stuff. But what's happening with John Wick? Is that still? Are we going to see any more John Wick? Oh movies? yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, uh, at the moment, what is it? Principal photography um, is due to begin in June uh, for John Wick Chapter Four. They were going to basically do John Wick 4 and 5 together, but because of the whole COVID um, kabuckle, uh, this is just basically it's fucked everything over. And so they're hitting, they're hitting it with John Wick 4, Chapter 4 first, um, and shelving uh, Chapter 5 till after, till much later on. So yeah, another, another movie that's getting pushed back. But at the moment... We don't know really much about the about the storyline apart from there's there's a uh, talks about expanding with uh, Bella Bellarina uh, spinoff mm. and uh, the stars pre sequel series the Continental. So yeah, there's, I heard about that one. There's going to be two spinoffs off um, the John Wick. That sounds like a, that's a heavy name. 
continent. I know, man. So, so the John Wick, so the John Wick universe basically is expanding. They want to kind of yeah. do. They, they're trying to do a Marvel, right? They kind of like expand it off, and you know, you know. Uh, spin-offs and things like that so and it's a it's a popular franchise guys come on mm. those movies that they, they do really really well so yeah we'll kind of um we'll look out for that one uh so Deval um or emmanuel tell us about randy mckinnon who is randy mckinnon and what is static shock static shock so everyone has um isn't that when you rub uh, your hands together on a, on a balloon or something <laughs> and you, 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 you rub your feet on the water the floor and then you <laughs> someone <laughs> well, 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 recently it came out that Randy McKinnon um, has been tapped to write the, for Michael B. Jordan. So uh, back in October, we heard about Michael B. Jordan talk about um, him wanting to direct or produce uh, a movie, a movie uh, called Static Shock. Do you remember there was an animation, there was a cartoon um, by the, with the same name, um, was it back in the 90s? Um, and basically, it's a superhero character, but part of, wait, is it part? I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's part of DC. Um, and yeah, he basically um, can produce electricity um, and manipulate electromagnetic fields and whatnot. So wow, he sounds like Magneto. <laughs> yeah, or, or Electro. <laughs> Man, no, he's not, he's not, he's not like Magneto, but he's, he's, he's more, hmm. Ah, oh, jeez. He basically can manipulate electricity. So okay. he's like a human electric heel. Black lightning. Black lightning. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's, yeah. So Static Shock, some people may have heard of him, but he's not a junior version. He's not like a younger version of um, uh, Black Lightning. He's not okay. like when Black okay. Lightning was young. Some people get that confused, but they're two separate characters, both with the electrical. Um, with the ability to uh, uh, manipulate electricity and generate electricity. Well, mind that these days, if your electric bill would be low, you know. <laughs> <laughs> your electric bill would be low. Just plug in, stick your finger in. Up, 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 up. Every year, they're just putting up your charges. I wouldn't mind a friend like that. Oh, wait, charge me up. <laughs> charge me up. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, so, so, I mean, Randy McKinnon, this, this could be, is potentially basically a big bigger project because the, uh, what they're looking at is um, ex similar to the John Wick that we mentioned is making this more of a, a bigger universe, right. so a cinematic universe focused on black superheroes. Okay. So the, we we you know with Michael B. Jordan's production, he's getting on board. You know, Randy McKinnon, uh, a black writer. To you know, to write for black characters, um, rent, uh, he's not going to be working with Dwayne McDuffel, who was the original writer of the animated um, episodes of Static Shock. But um, he is getting there. Is going to be some big guns on this um, on this project. So hmm. we got the writer, of, I think uh, Reginald Reginald Hudlin. He basically wrote House behind, Yeah, 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 exactly. He's yeah, behind he loads Black of big House. movies, man. Yeah, Boomerang. Mm. Yeah, as well. So this is going to be big. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, let's hope so. All right. Okay. Now, um, early days, but Angel Manuel Soto, who the hell is this guy and what's going on with Transformers? Now, listen, before you guys mention anything about Transformers, let me just say one thing. Bumble, is it, was it Bumblebee? Yeah, Bumblebee. Bumblebee, yeah. 
the yellow that, car. I, I, yeah, I had right. a brilliant time yeah. watching that movie. I had a brilliant, I, and I was just like, I was so surprised about that movie because obviously Transformers for me, man, mm. you know, I was really excited about the first one. And then afterwards, mm. they kind of just went, you know, they just tumbled. They just yeah, tumbled so. away from me, like, you know. But then when Bumblebee came along, I was like, yes, bring me more of that. So tell me what's going on with the new Transformers movie, man. What we, what, yeah, what so we say? Like, like you said, it's been almost what? It's been over two years now since we since uh, the last Transformers movie. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's still early days, but there's plans um, in motion for Paramount to basically revisit the Transformers franchise. Um, and Angel um, Manuel Soto is is set to direct the new installments. So though there is no plot details at, as yet, um, it, and it's still yet to be revealed, him and uh, Marco uh, Ramirez, uh, co-writer of the Netflix um, Defenders and series and Daredevil, oh. we all loved Daredevil. I mean, I, I personally Daredevil. did. Heavy, heavy, heavy. We love it, Yeah, he co-wrote that so, and Defenders. And so they'll be working together on um, on basically hashing out what's going to be the next instalment for Transformers. I mean, it will be like the second blockbuster movie that Angel um, Angel's going to be has been taxed to work on because he's also and, and I think Deval mentioned this on a previous podcast that he's he's also tapped to basically um, produce the Blue Blue Beetle movie for Warner Brothers. Okay. So. So that's going to be two movies, basically. And uh, yeah, it's still early days. So as soon as we hear about castings and whatnot, more news, then we'll let you guys know. I'm sure every time you said Angel, um, I was thinking, Angel, Angel. Angel, say Angel, man. We got our Latin American listeners, man. They're going to get upset. Our Latin American listen, I listen, I'm gonna get a message yeah. from someone in like Chile or someone saying, listen, you get your pronunciation right, okay? So um, yeah, Deval knows this stuff. Um but listen, um, I wanna speak about <laughs> I wanna speak about another franchise. Wow, this this like mm. movie news is like overtaken by franchises now. Oh, Resident man. Evil, Deval man, how many movies Mate. are there in the Resident Evil franchise? It's- too many men, too many, too many, too many, too many, man, too many, many men. <laughs> Resident Evil, it's like, man, I mean, how many times can you kill these zombies and they keep coming back? Hmm? How many times? Is it or is that the game? Or am I thinking about the it? game? Keeps coming. There's a new Resident Evil game coming out in, yeah. Oh, I think it's June, it's called, it's called Village, I think it's called. It looks heavy, it looks really good for PlayStation yeah, 5. They're going to be great, great games. Yeah, yeah, really good game, but I can't play them games. It's too scary. I, I stopped at Resident Evil 1 <laughs> when the dog... This you is, this is a the 1990... Sound. When was it? 1993, I think it was. Or 1994, I can't remember. I played it. Yeah. I had to play it with my sister and my brother, like, like supervising me because I couldn't play it alone. <laughs> and there was a scene where you're walking down the corridor and the dog jumps out the wall and it scared me and I stopped playing. I've never played it again since. <laughs> never in my life played it again. Trust Can't me, man. It. Those games... Yeah, so this, will the... Be the, this will be the seventh then. <clears throat> oh my gosh, seven. Yeah, so what, so what, what's going on? Let's, let's, let's... <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah, what's so... the news? There's going to be a new one, right? So yes. what's going on? The news is, so, you know, Mila Jojovic, she's done really good. I know we're kind of, you know, taking a piss out of it, but she's done really good in being consistent in Resident Evil movies from 2002 yeah. up until, I think, 2017, I think Just it was. Recently. And, uh, yeah, so the new the new sort of re, rebuffed version 
is going to be called, uh, well, Welcome to Raccoon City. It's going to be the name of the new movie to sort of spit it out and get it out. Uh, and that's going to be coming out, it's said 2021, uh, late on in the year. But again, it might be delayed. We don't know. But it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Raccoon City is the famous city from when, you know, the, the T-Virus. Is it the T-Virus? Yeah, the T-Virus kind of, you know, it's kind of got, got released and all kinds of shit happened and all these monsters and, and uh, people. I like Jill Valentine, though. She's nice. Oh, she can stay. <laughs> <laughs> and Wesker, Wesker, that man's around and all these other cats are around. But yeah, I mean, we'll see if they're going to you know, bring new characters in or not. But yeah, that's coming out soon. That's it. Move on. That's coming out soon. And, and we've said it before on the show, right? Like when you have like a zombie movie, people yeah. will go out and watch it, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Movies. 40% more chance of getting your script greenlit. I mean, people love zombies. It's mad. There you go. We should and write man, one. Yeah. I was just about to say, Emmanuel, come on, man. Write a zombie <laughs> with three guys on a podcast. Some, they get infected <laughs> and they turn into zombies. Three guys trapped in a studio. Oh. <laughs> zombies trying to get in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and all they want is just a the microphone. They want to... You know? <gasps> Um, all right okay we're going to end off uh, movie news folks now with this is interesting so you remember okay we've spoken about this a lot well we spoke about it about maybe about three episodes ago wandavision evan peters he appeared on uh wandavision and we all thought this was going to be the link into the uh you know x-men universe and you know the mc universe but it that didn't happen so it shattered Mm. loads of people's wet dreams Mm. But Evan Peters, he's like, um, yeah, to be honest with you, I haven't seen him in much. Have you guys mm. seen him in anything else apart from X-Men movies? You know, it's funny uh, to say that because, you know, Evan Peters and Aaron Taylor Johnson, they together were in, uh, uh, sorry, Kick-Ass. They were in Kick-Ass together. And it's mad how two, two Quicksilvers oh. were in the same film back in the day. This was in 2000 and shit. That's not a year. Uh, <laughs> 2000 and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, good, that's a good bit of trivia, actually. Yeah, they were both in the same film. They were, they were best buddies in that film. Both the Quicksilvers. But yeah, he's been in uh, American American something with a kind of rubber bank. American Horror Story. He's been in that, yeah. But there's another another film, American something with a rubber bank. And uh, he's been in a few other films. But yeah, I've not seen him in many. Right. All right, well, listen, you're going to be seeing a bit more of him because he's been cast. American Animals, that's the one. Yeah, sorry, that's it. Okay. Well, listen, you're going to be seeing more of him and we'll probably be speaking about it on the show. But he's been cast as, check this out, and we love serial killers on this podcast, (laughs) folks, by the way, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, who is, uh, how do we put this? I mean, um, he loved loved a good meal, put it that way. Um, He loved to eat people. And Mm. Evan Peters is being cast as Jeffrey Dahmer and it's being directed. This, this thing is going to be directed by uh, Ryan Murphy. Who's that? Ryan Murphy. He's the guy behind um, Nip Tuck. He's the guy behind um, oh. uh, Ratchet, Nurse oh, Ratchet, okay, 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 American okay. Horror Story. Oh, there, there you go. Say no more. Because obviously they were, he, was on the, he was on that show as well, wasn't he? As Emmanuel just said. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But do you know what? Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer's a sick guy, man. He's, he used to kill a lot of brothers. You know that? He used to kill Is a lot he? of brothers, yeah. So if he, if he popped into this, you, you might be all right, man. Me and, me and Emmanuel, <laughs> we're finished. <laughs> we're finished. He might let you go. <laughs> me and Emmanuel, whoo! That is hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, oh my no, gosh. Gonna, 
because it was the 80s and stuff. He is sick. He used to experiment on people Nasty. as well. Inject shit mm. into their brain to see if they can stay alive and all kinds of shit. They found heads in his freezer and all. He's a sick dude. He's a sick guy. Yeah. Like Target Brothers. He was a Milwaukee cannibal, wasn't he? Yeah. Milwaukee. They, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, listen, if they're going to do it, I hope they do it like properly. I mean, like they, they get mm, down to the mm. nitty gritty of why and yeah. how and, you know, yeah. what well, source you, you used. Like, you want them to, you know, make it graphic as well, the way, you know, we actually see the bludgeoning and everything. Yeah, man. I, I, I like, like, listen, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's I, I want to, I wanna, yeah, obviously, because you can't obviously have like, there's going to, yeah, there's got to be kind of artistic balance and stuff like that. But I mm. want it to be realistic. You know, mm-hmm. it can't be just something like, oh, they start talking about it off screen. I want to see a bit yeah, of it so yeah. that I get a, an, an idea of it. And, mm. and I'm saying balance as well. If you've got to balance, obviously, the story, the, the him as an evil person, but also the victims. And you can't make him to be out to yeah. be like a rock star and stuff like that. And because he did kill people, like he ruined enough mm. families. So as much yeah. as they want to show and try and understand the, the, the craziness behind his mind and why he did it. There's also got to be some kind of, you know... They've got to balance it, not to glamorise yeah, it too that's much. that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. That's the word, yeah, exactly. So, Absolutely. It's, but yeah, I mean, we, we all are interested in the psychology behind these crazy people to find out why they did why they did. But I guess we'll never know, really. Mm. Yeah, interesting to see how he portrays that character. Yeah, and if you go yeah. online, there's, a, there's kind of like a... Well, you could, you'll see the similarity. You, you can see mm. the, you know, he'll, I reckon he'll be a good, like Jeffrey Dahmer, actually. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, and we'll keep you posted. All right, on to Box It watch list. And yes. um, we've got a couple of things that we want to speak about. So the first thing is Your Honor. So, yeah. Deval, take this one away. Yeah, I'll whiz through this now, because I know we're, we're kind of getting halfway through the show. Just before we get into this, I just want to say again, uh, to, like, we're going to give away a prize this week. Uh, let us know what your box uh, box set is that you're watching at the moment. Let us know what it is and uh, let us know on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And we'll send you a Rakuten movie uh, voucher so you can watch a movie in the comfort of your own home. So really quick, easy way to win the prize this week. So yeah, when you said when you said that, it made me think of uh, Cadbury's cream eggs. I don't know why. <laughs> I, <think it's, laughs> I, I, I like I like I like to binge on my my box sets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a binger. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, uh, box set w- uh, watch list. Uh, Your honor, I'll just quickly mention it. Your honor is gangster, really gangster show. Watched it in I think two or f- no three days. There's ten episodes. It stars Brian Cranston as a lawyer. That's why it's called Your Honor. Uh, he's a lawyer. He's not a lawyer, sorry. He's a judge. He's a judge. Judge, right, yeah. And uh, his son is involved in... in he's inv- I'm not going to spoil it. His, his son is involved in something that once it happens, it's just... It Fs up everything. And it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And he's a judge. He's meant to be held in high mm. esteem. He's meant to be a pillar in a society that holds up the law you know, a judge, not just a lawyer, but a judge. He's the one that yeah. judges the lawyers and he does shit that he shouldn't do. His character is very reminiscent oh. of, of uh, Walter White in, in Breaking, yeah, Bad. Breaking Bad. He reminds me of Breaking Bad so much in the series. This show, oh. easily for me, is like an eight and a half out of ten. Really good show. On Showtime. Oh, my spider senses are tingling and all I can sense is a web of lies coming in this, in this show. Yeah, trust me. Trust me, a whole web of lies, a whole web of lies. <laughs> because he's got to try and get, you know, get his son out of the hole that he's dug himself into. 
justice. <laughs> you can't balance good and bad. My it's job hard. and my personal. Exactly. Trust me. I love really it. Good yeah, I'll, we'll whiz on to the next because of time, I know, but try and yeah. watch your honour, guys. Overruled. <laughs> just objection. have to get that one in there all right okay right, yeah objection your honor all right okay yeah uh, let's kind of sp- spend just a couple of minutes just doing this um so no actually emmanuel have you have you been watching falcon the Winter, or are you going to binge watch it and what, what i'm going to bin- bin- binge watch it all right okay so we won't say too much oh, I hate people like you listen i was like i gotta say i was i'm like emmanuel i do do that but for yeah. one division and falcon and the winter yeah, soldier yeah, man yeah, i'm yeah. on it i'm there man as soon as they release that episode i'm there so um listen second episode uh it's entitled the star spangled man is it man or yeah uh, yeah man yeah. man yeah and this episode all i'm gonna say is Emmanuel, this episode, it changes the whole MCU in a huge way because mm. they introduce another mm. character. That's all I'm saying. They mm. introduce another character and that character is... Um, Have I seen him before? Him or her before? Nope. No, but oh, okay. but if you're, if you read about, you know, if you're deeply, you know, into the comics, you probably might have kind of like, you know, read about mm. him. And um, that's all I'm going to say. So they've introduced a new character. And this episode was finally seeing Bucky and Sam join. You know, we're, we're seeing them team up finally. Mm, yeah. One yeah. good thing in this episode that I like, and I think you, you kind of mentioned it before, Emmanuel, when you mentioned uh, Black Lightning. And I've always thought to myself, why is it always black superheroes have to be called black something, black something? In this episode, uh, <laughs> yes. uh, Falcon and... Winter Soldier are walking down the street, just normally walking down the street, and they're having a little conversation. And he's and Falcon says to Winter Soldier, "Oh, uh, you, you went to Wakanda for a little bit, and now who do you think you are, the White Panther?" And he's like, "No, well, I'm actually the White Wolf." And then yes. some, kids, yeah. some kids see uh, Falcon and say, "Oh, look, it's the Black Falcon." And he's like, "No, no, 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 it's just Falcon." They're like, Black Falcon he said, "No, no, no, it's just." Falcon. Falcon. Why, it, why, why must there be a black attached to it? He said, what yeah. should I call you? Yeah. Black kid? And the kid's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I always think... It's, 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 it's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's point, though. <laughs> up. And then something else happens in the film that also em- emphasises yeah, the, the blackness of, of him, yes. of Falcon, and what that means mm. in work. I'm not going to spoil it, but that's a, for me, that was the best touch of the whole, the whole episode. I it like is. that. That's a real touch. And- it exactly they, uh, like I said, and I mentioned said this to you last week. They're, they're touching on stuff, yeah, which is relevant to now, mm. but mm. in this whole you know superhero universe, and that mm. is deep, that's brilliant on so many different levels. So, mm. yeah, if you haven't seen the second episode, um, go out and watch it. Uh, obviously, Emmanuel, you're gonna you know catch up with it, but mm. uh, I think you're gonna have a good time. And we introduced well, actually, we're introduced to like other characters as well, Devada, which is pushing mm. the story forward. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Yep. And nice um, yeah, so we'll leave, we'll leave it at that one. Just keep watching it. And Devado, uh, next up, we're doing new trailers. So yeah, so we've got to speak about this. I think we mentioned this before, right? Um, yeah, I think you might have mentioned this is... before. Yeah, Invincible. Have you seen this yet, Emmanuel? Or... No, 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 I don't think so. Have you? Not no. Yet. You know what? No, I'm savoring this one. I'm savoring this one, but... <laughs> I won't spoil it too on. much. Amazon have released the first three episodes so far, which I really liked. Each episode is 45 minutes long. It's good. Is it? And this is I animation. 
in the same day. And <laughs> really good. It stars Stephen Yun from uh, Walking Dead. Uh, it's got Zazie Beats. It's got J.K. I always want to say J.K. Rowling, but it's not. It's J.K. It's J.K. It? Simmons. Simmons, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who plays, uh, what's his name? Jane, in Spider-Man. J- J.J. James. Jonah. Yeah. It was in Whiplash. Great actor. Uh, it's got, uh, what's her name from Killing Eve? Yes. What's her name? You know, you know what I'm talking about. She used to be in the ER. <laughs> Sandra. Sandra. Sandra Ho. Oh. That's it. Sandra oh, Sandra oh. Oh. oh, sorry. Okay, Sandra. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So and, she's and really good. She's great, and yeah. she's and there's loads of um, Walking Dead, uh, loads of yes. Walking Dead actors in there. Comic is written by uh, Kirkman uh, and some others that are you know involved in other TV shows and Walking Dead. So there's a few. There's a few. I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's people in this that yeah come over from, come over from the Walking Dead. But this is yeah. a great show. This is a great show. It's good to she- see. I've never seen a lead superhero uh, or many, many lead actually roles played by an Asian character uh, in an American show and where the actual animation is also Asian as well, you know, Mm. and see some of the sort of the characteristics from the person like Michelle, uh, so Sandra, you know why? I'm always thinking of Michelle, Michelle. Michelle Yeo. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I got her in my head, but it's not her. It's uh, Sandra O oh from from uh, Killing Eve, yeah. So she plays one of the, one of the characters as well, and you, you can see it's her. It's that animation cut, right. cuts across. They drew her basically as they drew yeah. uh, Stephen Young. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. It's really good, really good show. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's superheroes. It's it's an eighteen. It's rated R. It's eighteen, yep. eighteen, not even fifteen, eighteen. And how, many, how many of those do you get to watch? Exactly. And it's bloody, man. It's like the boys, but animation. It is really good. Is it? And it's yeah. really good, like, social stuff in it. And it's really good comedy. Do you know what? I can't. It sounds, it sounds like America is trying to make their own uh, manga or anime yeah, um, industry. Really this is mm. really, honestly, really good. But yeah, I'll say no more. I'll, I'll say no more. I don't want to spoil it too much. But yeah, try and watch yeah, that, guys, no, on Amazon. Exactly. No, it's definitely on the watch list. And the next trailer that we're going to speak about, well, listen, we've been waiting for this for a while. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so The Suicide Squad, the trailer hit just the other day. Yep. And um, it's already racked up loads, like, you know, millions of, of, of hits on there. And we, man, this is going to be brilliant. At first, I wasn't too kind of keen on the idea, but then I thought to myself, "This is James Gunn. He's going to bring, yeah. he's mm-hmm. going to bring the ruckus to to this type of a movie, and he's going to bring like you know comedy. He's going to bring action, and he's going to bring all that sort of stuff that we want to see with these characters. But yeah, man. So Harley Quinn's back in it. Uh, yeah. Rick Flag's back in it. Uh, you've got Boomerang's back in it. You've got Shark Man's back in it. Um, who else, man? <laughs> Shark Man. Yeah. It, it just, it just no, opened. no. Sharkman isn't back in it. It was um the uh oh. Croc was um the animal. Oh, sorry, Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, Killer Croc. It's a Croc with a shark this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Idris Elba so, playing yeah, Blood, Blood, Blood Sport, Peacemaker, yes. John Cena. Uh, you know, just the King Shark is voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. in the voice. Oh, um, I didn't even realize uh, and my that. My favorite character out. from this previous Suicide Squad, Viola Davis, as Amanda Waller. Yeah, For me, she Waller. was the best character. Mm. But uh, you, you both seen. What, what do you think, Emmanuel? Do you think it's going to be decent? You know what? <clears throat> I'm going to hold my. I'm going to. I'm going to hold my reservations because yeah? it's DC. Okay. 
But if, if it's DC animation, then um, I'm all, um, what's that? DC with James Gunn. That's a different kind of yeah. DC. I know, I know. The fact that James Gunn has come on board wants me to get excited about it. Mm. But because it's DC and it's, and it's motion, you know what I mean? It's film rather than animation. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me want to hold back. Okay, okay. Don't jump. Yeah. That's a good thing, though, because at least you won't be so disappointed. Either way, you might have a good time. So that's a good place to mm. be. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a good time. I'm, I'm, mm. I think I'm going to like this. I've got the, it's got the kind of the um the Guardian. dna of yeah exactly it's got the dna yeah. of guardians behind it and i think we'll have a great time um and one thing that I just read... because of margot robbie as well we like her yeah Man, she's great i think yeah. i think she pulled i think she pulls off harley quinn really well oh, she's yeah. she made me laugh in the first yeah. one when she yeah. about the voices in their head yeah that yeah. was like, yeah no one can play yeah, her she's now great. that's her that's her person like I that, that's her role uh, yeah i mean exactly not, um, <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing is, the thing is, I uh, I was reading something interesting. It is within, it's, this is within the DC mm. EU universe. Mm. I thought it was going to be like a separate, you know, like Joker, how the mm. Joker is something separate. No, this is yeah. in the DC universe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's it's coming out in August, August the 6th on HBO Max and cinemas. And also you can catch the trailer on the Flixster's uh, YouTube channel as well. And there's another, there's another one other reason why I, I will definitely go and see this is because the Schneid, after watching Schneider, the Schneider Cut, both of them are executive producers, aren't they, on, on, um, on Suicide Squad 2? I'm not sure. Oh, one. Okay. Yeah, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, pretty sure they are. Cool. That's, that's interesting. All right. Well, listen, yeah, go check. If, if you haven't seen those trailers, go check out Invincible. Uh, well, you can actually just binge watch that now. And uh, no, actually, no, you said it was only the first three episodes, right? First three. That's right. Yeah. For, first three episodes. All right. So first three episodes of Invincible and go check out the trailer and get in touch with us. Let us know. Um, King Solani, like if you're listening, are you eager to watch? Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, the Suicide Squad. I mean, yeah, get in touch with us. Let us know what you yeah, think. Yeah, let us know. Uh, all right, okay. Let's do a quick anniversary corner movie. And this kind of... Yeah, this is an interesting one, Deval, that you picked out. And it's a great movie. Uh, a bit of a connection to the Suicide Squad. And um, yeah, this is The Pursuit of Happiness. This is from 2006, starring Will Smith. Will Smith starred in the the first Suicide Squad. Why couldn't he come back to do the new one, the James Gunn one? Uh, I think he was too busy having these red top table uh conversation (laughs) and also because it's coming out in august and august is not a good month for him so (laughs) (laughs) a good month for him so he's going in hiding yeah man just so he's hiding um (laughs) but yeah the pursuit of happiness this is the movie that i mean he got nominated for an oscar for this one it stars uh, um jaden smith his son And just the story, man, is based on based on a, a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, I mean, brilliant. The title and, itself, um, I mean, it's about a struggling salesman who takes custody of his son and he tries to change his life and better his life. They sleep in the car, they wash in the toilets, public toilets and all kinds of stuff. And like they go from like, you know, he's struggling and struggling and that, that hard work and never giving up. And I mean, the title itself, mm-hmm. you, could, you could literally tattoo to every person on earth and everyone would want believe in that statement and everyone's striving for that in in whatever way it looks for each person you know Mm. and sandy newton's in this as well 
she's another person, yeah, that for me is quite underrated. And also, for some reason, she doesn't age. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what it is with her. You know, I mean, in 2004, uh, The Chronicles of Riddick, and I like that film, really good film. And she looks the same now. 2004, 17 years good ago. Surgeon. Why does she look the same now? What's, what's going good on? Surgeon. Pardon? It's crazy. Good surgeon. Good surgeon. And what was this? What's the, um, <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the TV show on HBO that she's in? Oh, I don't know. Is it HBO you know, TV show? The one show? where they're robots. Oh, sorry, humans. No, no, not humans. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Westworld. 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 She's, yeah, she's, she's good in that. She's in that. She's, she's, yeah, she's really good in that, that one as well. Yeah. Brilliant. Goes into Japanese. Uh, like, but she, she, they've got different shows, like Westerns and this and that. And hers yeah. goes, she gets sentience, isn't it? Or consciousness, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. And she goes into like, the Japanese world and oh, she's gangster. Gangster. Mm. really really great yeah, um, cool. yeah so she's in this as well yeah. and um, the, the title The Pursuit of Happiness is I think is a quote or is, I think is like a, a president an ex-president uh, mm. he, he he kind of made it kind of like a, or he declared it as one of the kind of things in America you know The Pursuit of Happiness and mm. um, but yeah man really deep deep movie mm. it mm. earned uh, Will Smith an Oscar nomination and uh, I can't remember the other movies that came out that year but uh, I thought he was absolutely brilliant in it. And um, in the end, you know, he, the hard work pays off. You know, he, he finds his success. He finds that, that the thing, the American dream, what he was looking for. And there's a brilliant message in there. Mm. Exactly. That we can all find our happiness, isn't it? Man, I'm, listen, guys, I'm happy right now. <laughs> I'm doing go. this podcast with you guys. Oh, there you go, man. Yeah. This is oh, the pursuit man. of my happiness. Oh. <laughs> Tug on the heartstrings there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Um, that yeah. So we're bringing you one one movie for um, for our uh, anniversary corner, folks. So and this leads us nicely into the movie that we're going to speak about, the main movie, and this is a one night in Miami. Now we've spoken about this uh, briefly on the show, and we said. Kind of, I think I mentioned it that there's a uh, when the trailer first came out, I saw the trailer and I was like, man, this movie looks deep. You know, it's kind of like a fictionalized night in Miami uh, with four real life characters. Yeah. Um, so you know, Cassius Clay, uh, Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X. And if you know anything uh, about your history about American history, you know that these guys are kind of um, Major players. trailblazers. Icon. Yeah, like yeah. icons. Pioneers. You know, they've they pushed, like, you know, the struggle, you know, they, they've kind of fought and died for their causes, basically, in the case mm -hmm. of Malcolm X. Uh, Sam Cooke, which I just, I only, when I was doing kind of like research uh, after watching the movie, he was, was he murdered or he was, he was shot yeah, in, a, in a hotel yeah. room afterwards, which is, Crazy. There's, a, there's a documentary about that on Netflix at the moment. Is actually. it? Yeah. Mm. Isn't, right. there, isn't, it, isn't there something um, as well, uh, uh, some sort of thing about the the space in which they all died? It seems to be like, I think it was like every five years or they died an equal number apart, something oh, like five, wow. or, five or something years apart. That's oh, mad. That. Yeah. Directed by Regina King and she, Regina King, sorry. Regina. And... Um, this is her directorial debut. She's a she's brilliant. I love yeah, her. Yeah. She's she's been in loads of stuff. Watchmen. Yeah. She was in recently. Oh, yeah, and, um, yeah, 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 yeah. 
the leftovers. She was in oh. that. She's really good in that one. She was in. Do you remember the uh, the the American football movie with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Any given Sunday or something or no? No, Jerry Maguire. Oh, okay, oh. yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, she plays his mm. wife in that one, and finally, she's getting kind of like the recognition that she deserves. She re- she won an award. She won an Oscar as well, didn't she? Uh, I believe so. Uh, if I know she was in If Bill Street Could Talk, she was in uh, Ray, which had a smaller part in that. I think. Yeah, I think the Oscar might have been for, and was it an Emmy you're thinking about, or was it an actual Oscar? Oh, she may, won? maybe it was an Emmy. May, maybe it was an Emmy. Yeah, I mean, right. like, listen, she's right. she's an award winning, she's an award winning actor, and this is mm. a director debut. Um, and it's oh, no, it's it Oscar, yeah, best performance is in a it? supporting role in If Bill Street Could Talk, 2018. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So she's getting obviously the recognition that she deserves. And this just kind of is going to cement her as, you know, mm. a, a, a leading force in filmmaking mm. and acting. And um, this is written by a guy called Kent Powers, who, and this, this is based on a, on a, on a play. I'm not surprised. And it felt like a play, actually. It mm. felt like a play, right? It felt, it felt like, like a play. play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know one thing, guys, I just want to quickly mention this. Malcolm X, the guy who plays Malcolm X, that guy's a British guy. Are you serious? Oh. Is it? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. This guy's this guy's from Barnet. He's just around Barnet. the road from you, man. He's down the road from me. <laughs> He's down the road from you, Duval, man. Seriously, Barnet. right? And this guy, man, when you see him do his Malcolm X, right, is is he's really, really good, really powerful. And um, so it's kind of like this fictionalized night in the life of these real life people, and it's like the struggles that they go through, the the different perspectives of things like obviously race race relations, things that's going on in America during that time. This is 1964, mm. you know, Cassius Clay, he's just beaten Sonny Liston. So they've all gone out to celebrate and yeah, it's, it's so relevant. I just found yeah. the movie so relevant See, for today. I got war battles in like, what are you doing for our people? What are you doing mm. for our people? And it's like, because there's such big plays in the game, it's like the expectations on what each person can do in their respective fields is that like, you know, Sam Cooke's a singer, he should be singing more about the struggle rather than singing about love to like white people and stuff like that. Yeah. He's not helping mm. the struggle. And, you know, you know, Malcolm X is a by any means necessary kind of guy. He's the kind of guy mm. that, you know, it's like he's looking at doing things the unpretty way, he's not looking at making friends and stuff like that. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, a bit of friction between them. Good friction. You're going to have, you're going to have friction, aren't you? Though? Yeah. When you have so many charged particles in one place, it's going to be friction. Absolutely, man. And like, listen, look, I've kind of quickly touched on this, but yeah, the acting I thought was really, really great. All the different actors, they kind of embody those characters, the kind of the heart of those people, I think. And especially like for me, Malcolm X, I thought, you know, he was really, really good. Um, Mm. And it just made me wonder, uh, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, uh, he was 22 years old when he became the world champion. 22 years old man I so 21 was he, was he that young as well uh or was ooh. he older older i know he was quite young as might, well yeah yeah and and jim brown i mean i don't know much about american football but this yeah. guy was a fullback and he was he, like he's the greatest now he's 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 renowned and he's the greatest player they say in uh, you know, in American yeah. football history. And he had the records, man. He was smashing records and, you know, yeah. for the number of passes and the, for the number of plays and, you know, for, for the amount of running that he did. And he's, you know, smashed all these records. There's a bit in this movie, which was really, really shocking. 
at the beginning, and um, he meets um, Bo Bridges. You know this this there's that there's an actor. He's Jeff Bridges' older brother in real life. Oh, okay. okay. You know, the, in the beginning of the movie, where he goes to his house and he's like, "Hey, can we have a bit of a chat?" Oh yes. And, um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? That that was like that got me like a slap in the face. Yeah. It was like, like they're talking. He's a big star, and he, and. And they're having a good chat at the porch, just outside the house. And you think, oh, okay, it's just cool. Just outside it's, the porch. It's lemonade and all that. And then what does he say, Amar? What does he say to him? What does, he, it, what does Bo he Bridges goes, say to the guy? He goes, he, he goes like, so Jim Brown says, I, I can help you. I can help you move stuff. And he's like, no. He goes, that's okay. We don't let black people in the house. Yeah, he said no, he said no N-word in the house. I know. And the guy's like, shit. Hold on a second. We just like, <laughs> my that's when that's when. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, when, that's when, it doesn't matter how big you are, yeah. Doesn't matter how big you are or who you are or whatever. Every now and then, they will remind you your you place, place. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and you stay in that place. <laughs> exactly. It, you know what? And when I watched that scene, I was just like, okay, you know, they're building a rapport, and like, you know, okay, you know, it seemed pretty close. But then it's like wallop. It's just like mm-hmm. a big slap in the face, and and you see his reaction afterwards, and then you know. 1964, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Just like you said, Devoto, you could be the most famous person in the world, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the color of your skin, like mm-hmm. the people are going to hate you. Like, you know, know and that's place. the time. Yeah. Know your place. And, and that is relevant today as it was back in 1960. Yeah. Crazy. You know, yeah. and uh, I just kind of thought, you know, you know, with me, I feel like as if like it's with cinema, it should be something that obviously is entertaining. Yeah. But cinema is something that you can learn from as well. And this is kind of like for me, even though it's fictional, it is a slice of history because these are real people and mm. these are real struggles that they're talking about. Yeah. And uh, it was just like fascinating, man, just to kind of how they recreated that whole thing. You know, the paranoia, Malcolm X, he's nervous, he's anxious, mm. you know, um, you know, Mark I mean, they were all faced with different pressures, though, weren't they? They were all yeah. faced with different pressures. I mean, Malcolm X, all of them, they had pressures of some sort or or, or another. When you get to a certain level where you're seen, you know, as an icon, you got a lot of pressure behind you because you're there in the forefront. You're in people's, you know, in, you're not in the back of the shadows hiding or anything. So when people see you, they see your actions. They they hear about you. That's a lot of pressure to have on have on you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But why do you, well, guys? Why do you think this is so? Why is this movie needed? Like, how come? Why did they make this movie? Ah, oh, maybe to, to really emphasise uh, struggles then and struggles now are quite similar. In a way, the struggle. I mean, the struggle is still there. It's a different picture, but it's still the same uh, sort of drivers behind the struggle. It just looks different. Different time. And yeah, some people, a lot of people will say it has gotten better in many cases, but there's mm. still, you know, there's still some way to go. And even the yeah. people that are at the sort of, you know, the, the, the top of their game almost in their respective fields and, you know, are fighting in that struggle, mm. even they will have you know, a bit of conflict as to what they believe should be done by whom. So it's an interesting one because uh, this, could, this could have been shown with regular cats, but they were showing that the top yeah. cats, you know, so it's mm. still, you know, they're still humans and still have their own perspective. Yeah, but a great man. film for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a solid eight. A solid eight. Me too. And, uh, yeah. 
dollar eight for me. But yeah, definitely good to watch. Good to, good to watch on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. And and what does it mean, like uh, Regina? I mean, we're we're gonna obviously this is a great first piece for her, and I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see more from her, right? Oh yeah, for sure. No no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I wonder if uh, we can quickly talk about this other film. What do you reckon? Have we? Yeah. Have we got time for it? You can quick, quickly sneak it in, I think, in a few minutes. Uh, this is on Netflix. And originally, I put this down as a hidden gem. It's called uh, White Tiger. Yeah. Or the White Tiger. It might be. Uh, on- Why was it White Tiger? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Interesting point. It's yeah. It's called Why The not? White Tiger because it's, it's meant to be a, a really rare thing to happen. So the White Tiger is only born every few generations. That's how it's explained in the film. So it's kind oh. of quite a rare thing to happen. So. It, it, it sort of symbolizes the main character in this film. He's a white tiger. He's from a deprived background. He's struggling, all that kind of stuff. But every now and then, a gem like him is born who can change mm. things. You know? But yeah, this the film is based in India. Uh, and it's, it's actually made, it's, yeah, it's spoken in English and also in the, the, the I think that I think it's in Hindi, uh, the language they That's speak right. uh, yeah. in this film. And uh, do you know what? This film, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. That's why I called it yeah. hidden, hidden gem at first. But it's it's on it's on nationwide release. It's not hidden. It's it's there for for Oscar, uh, Oscar nomination. This film is so good, man. I, I kind know, of enjoyed man. it more than I enjoyed uh, uh, One Night in Miami. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, this yeah. film came out of the blue for me. The main character came out of nowhere. He's such a good <laughs> actor. actor. The oh good my actor. gosh! It's like the, all the, the locations are. All, I think pretty much they filmed in locations where people weren't even actors. Some of them. Nah, and it's, nah. Like, this guy. Okay, so put, when you're it, seeing the poverty, when you're yes, seeing the poverty, real. when you're seeing the rats oh, walking, yes. like you know, around, yes. man, yes. that is real life. That's not CGI. That's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no way. Just in a nutshell, this guy. He's he's born on the streets. He's got a big family responsibility. His 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 father. I don't want to spoil it too much, but things happen in his family, which mean that he needs to step up and, re- and earn money for the family. They all do it a certain way in this setting. Like they're all basically like, they call it like, uh, they call it like the rat race almost, but their version of the rat race where people always yeah. do the certain thing that they need, they need to do and you don't break away from that mold. But he's like, nah, you got, there's got to be more than this. So he's, <laughs> he's there to earn money for his family. He's a hustler. He's a real good hustler. Mm-hmm. And he does what he needs to do to get what he needs to do. But in some respects, he does things the bad way. But his, his main mm-hmm. goal is to provide for his family. So he's willing to do whatever it takes, like Malcolm X said, by any means necessary to get there. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he's charismatic. He, he ain't got shit, but what he's got, he'll make the most of it. And this guy, yes. he, he gets mm-hmm. to be, you know, he, he earns his way to be a driver for a rich family. He gets in there. Shit happens. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's just like, this film is, you know what? Ugh, this film is so good. On so many levels, man. Yeah. I haven't read the book or anything like that, but it's based on a novel. And uh, when apparently when the Netflix, they acquired the rights to this, people were like, okay, this is, this is great. This is going to be a good thing. And more mm. people are going to kind of like, you know, see it. And I think Priyanka Chopra, Priyanka Chopra is in this. And I think she was behind kind of putting, I think she's one of the producers in it of okay. this as well. Okay. So kind right. of like pump, pumping a bit of money in it. Yeah. But um, just like Deval said, man, you know what we said about staying in your lane, yeah. you know, about kind of 
knowing you know who you are and not deviating from that this movie is about that in a country where hundreds and hundreds of millions of people are in this rat race rat race like set in india where you know where the population is just incredible and Mm. you know there's extreme poverty and stuff and you know it this white tiger which is what deval kind of mentioned was he kind of breaks through what his lane is and then he mm. kind of takes things into his own hands to, you know, make a life for himself. But mm. is that good or is that bad? We don't know. I mean, I'm, we're not going to say, but it's an incredible journey, right, Deval? really enjoyed this film, man. Literally, I watched it in bed with, with the missus and we, we didn't move. And we just like, yeah. I mean, it's like, it was just a good story. Well told. This actor. This is one I'm definitely going to watch. Watch it, man. It's decent. That's why I'm, I'm a bit cautious as to hyping it too much and telling too much because it's the sort yeah. of film you, I didn't know anything about. It. it was recommended to me actually by uh, Every Day with Erica Joy, who's a friend of the show. And yeah. uh, she said to me, just watch The White Tiger. And I was like, what's this? And I saw the trailer. <laughs> I thought, mm, I'm not really feeling it. Man, yeah. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good film. It's great. Mm. I love that. Film. Eight and a half for me. It was good. Yeah, really man. Solid. It's a really, really good movie. Solid. Yeah. The whole staying in your lane. Obviously, mm. like when you. If you don't stay in your lane and you flop, then people say, oh, we told you. Do you know what I mean? We told you. But yeah, when you, when you make it big, like a lot of other people have done, when they've moved out of their lane and then they've made a success of it, yeah. then no one tells you any different. They're just, hmm. That's yeah. just to go, go for it. Have no regrets and go for it. That's what I say. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. man. Absolutely. Uh, sorry for cutting you off there. Um, but I think that is all we've got time for, right, yeah. Deval? Yeah, that's it for today. That's it. Good to have you on the show again, Emmanuel, as usual. Uh, it's always good to come on. It's always. Yeah. Nice one. Nice one. So we'll see you again soon, for sure. Oh, yeah, for definite. For definite. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, watch uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and let us know what yep. you think. Oh, yeah, I'm going to binge it. I'm going to binge it as always. Because the, the reason why I binge it now, and that's my pre- preferred choice, is because I hate cliffhangers, where yeah. I'm just like having to wait. I know what you mean, mean, man. I know it's difficult. I know, man. I've been there. I've been there before. All right, listen, listen. I'm out, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us again, Emmanuel. We'll do this again. And uh, yeah, that's it. Peace out. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.